0: Hey everyone, I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Hello and welcome back, awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong, and social. We are in your earbuds every single week with all the awesome that you need to know. And you can also find us over on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or on Facebook in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group. This is episode 138 of Sorta Awesome. And for all of you awesomes who are listening right now, If you would like to support our work here at Sorta Awesome, as we continue to make 2018 the year of the awesome, we would love for you to join our community of listener supporters. Don't forget, one of the perks of becoming a listener supporter of the show is occasional early access to episodes, as well as being able to listen to all of the episodes that we have released exclusively for our supporters in the past year and a half. To find out how to become a supporter, you can go to sortaawesomeshow.com, Support. Well, yep, here we are. Episode 138 is sort of awesome, and this week's episode is kind of a big deal because we are wrapping up the first episode three months of the year of the awesome. You'll remember that in January, February, and March of 2018, we've been focusing in on the Awesome Manifesto and considering all the ways that we can apply our ideas about what it means to be an awesome to our actual real lives. I'm so excited to bring you this week's episode because I have invited back to Sort of Awesome some of your Favorite guests who have stopped by the show in the past three years. I asked each of these awesome ladies to share with us what is helping them to be smart. Strong and social in life right now. And you'll just have to stay tuned to hear who all I got to hear these awesome recommendations from. I can tell you that I have here with me right now, one of your favorite friends you've never met, but whom you may feel like you know better than you know yourself after all we've been sharing with you on the show lately. My dear friend and fantastic co-host Rebecca Hoffer of SimplyRebecca.com is here with me right now. So Rebecca, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week, the moment in the show where we share the books, podcasts, music, TV series, movies, whatever it is in our lives that is a little bit more awesome this week. Rebecca, I can't wait to hear what you have.
1: My awesome of the week is something I've been enjoying for years, actually. It is the Honey Barbecue Boneless Chicken Wings from Walmart.
0: Really? Yes. That was a mouthful, Uh, right, in and of itself.
1: (laughs) Okay, so let me tell you my history With these wings, besides the fact that, first of all, I will just say, they are delicious. Okay. Okay. But here's my history with them. I used to go to this cafe that was downtown, my hometown here, and loved to eat these chicken wraps or these salads that had this yummy chicken on top. It was a breaded chicken with this really delicious, sweet, savory sauce on it. This cafe was going out of business. They were actually so successful. The guy was closing up shop saying, I'm spending too much of my life here. I mean, Mm. kind of an amazing reason to like close your business. But totally. I was devastated at the loss of these chicken salads and chicken wraps. And I told him, I said, I just love this chicken so much. And he leaned across the counter and he said to me, can I tell you a little secret? I get Uh it from Walmart.
0: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) What? You're kidding.
0: That is hilarious.
1: So ever since then, I started, of course, filling this chicken need I had in my life by going to Walmart. It is in the Hot and Ready deli section. Okay. Again, it's the Honey Barbecue Boneless Wings. They are so good. We eat them all. All the time. Well, not all the time, but when we eat them, we definitely, we eat them as wraps. We'll put like a little smear of ranch dressing on. We'll chop up the chicken so it's more manageable pieces. We'll add some cheddar cheese, some lettuce, wrap it up in either your favorite kind of wrap or a tortilla. We've taken that as our like on the go road trip food for lunch on the car. And it's so good, so much better than pulling over at some fast food restaurant. And then you can also just have it on salads with cucumber, lettuce, carrots, whatever you want to put on your salad. It is really so good. And guys, it's at Walmart. Anybody can get it.
0: That's amazing. It's in the hot and
1: ready section? Yeah. So you go to your...
0: Like the deli
1: section? Yeah. You go to the deli counter and they sell things like potato wedges and regular bone-in wings and things like that. It's from that section.
0: Okay. I'm going to have to look. I hardly ever look in that section, so I will take a peek and see if I can't find them here in Oklahoma City too.
1: It might be the only thing worth getting from that section. I don't know. But I <laughs> love it so much. My children eat it. I mean, it's not like a spicy kind of barbecue. It's definitely sweet. It's very, very good. And probably not super healthy. But, you know, you throw a lot of extra lettuce in and you just
0: call it good. <laughs> yes, totally. Totally. OK, that sounds so good. And especially as we're moving into kind of the, you know, when the weather's turning nice for some of us and you want to grab something that's healthy, maybe that you can even come put together on the go. This would be perfect.
1: So. Yes, we're certainly moving into more of the wraps and salad types of season.
0: Totally, totally. Okay, thank you for sharing that, Rebecca. Well, my Awesome of the Week this week is one that I am almost positive was suggested by an awesome. I'm just like 99.9% sure that's where I heard this recommendation. It's an audiobook. It's called Dear Fahrenheit 451. The subtitle is Love and Heartbreak in the Stacks. It's a book memoir of sorts by Annie Spence, who's a librarian. Oh. And so what she does in this book, in the actual text of the book, and I want to talk about the audiobook too, here in just a minute. But so what she has done is she's compiled like a hundred of her favorite books, and she writes letters to the books in this memoir, which Depending on how you feel about books about books may not sound that exciting, but actually it's so well done that I have absolutely been loving it. So what she'll do is she'll take books like just let's say, for example, I think one of the first ones that she talks about is the famous, very long Russian literature masterpiece novel of Anna Karenina. She writes a letter to Anna Karenina talking about how she feels so terribly that she's tried to make it work with this novel so many times, but she'll just end up doing things like holding in her lap while she watches The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) That would be me. (laughs) Right. Because she wants to believe she's the kind of person who reads Russian (laughs) literature, but she just cannot quite get there with reading the Russian literature. (laughs) Right. And then, but she'll write to other books that, you know, had a really profound influence on her life or that she really saw her childhood in. And again, Rebecca, it's a 100 books. It's everything from classics to very modern novels like Twilight is in there, it gets a mention in there. It's children's literature all the way up to very weighty stuff like Anna Karenina. And there's poetry. I mean, just all of these books that have been meaningful to her in her life. And again, it's a list of 100. So you would think, oh my gosh, this would just go on forever. But the author, I have to say, Annie Spence, she's a librarian. She knows books really well. She also knows how to really keep these very brief. They're just like brief reflections on these books. So I picked this up as an audiobook. I have an Audible subscription, have had one for many years and had some credits that were piling up. So I grabbed the audio version of this. It's narrated by Stephanie Spicer, and her voice is very pleasant, very lively and engaging. Every time she gets finished with a book, it feels like it went by like that, because she just goes through really quickly each of these notes that Annie Spence has created for these books. And I'll tell you what, for the books that I know myself as I was listening, and she mentions, you know, this book or that that I actually have read, I totally had one of those moments of like, oh my gosh, yes, that's exactly right about that book. But I have to tell you the dangerous thing about this book Rebecca is that she writes so wonderfully and so interestingly about so many books that I have not read that my to-read list like tripled in length as I was listening to dear Fahrenheit 451.
1: Well, I was going to ask that if this is like a extremely dangerous book for somebody who can't keep up with their to-read list.
0: <laughs> it could be Although it is inspiring. Like I have been in a little bit of especially a fiction reading slump lately. I've been doing okay with nonfiction. I sometimes do have to push myself to pick up some fiction again. But just listening to this book about books, which books about books is a whole genre of literature in and of itself, which I have always enjoyed as you know, sort of an English major and teacher and
1: I have never read a book about
0: books. Oh, you would love this one, I think. It's so interesting. (laughs) Even for the books that you haven't read, you, I don't know. It's just very fascinating the way she's done it.
1: Okay, well, important question. Are there spoilers in her descriptions, in her letters to the books?
0: No, I don't think that they're spoilery because she really spends a lot of time talking about, like, the writing or the context. Anything that would be spoilery would be, like, for major, like, Things that you would already know. Again, like Twilight is mentioned. There's nothing that I, she said about a book that I was like, oh, great. Now that whole book is ruined for me. I mean, she really spends a lot of time talking about the actual writing or where she was, who she was in her life when she read a book and those kinds of things. But I do not think that you would walk away from this book being like, well, now I don't need to read that one. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So enough information to entice you to read the book, but not to give it all away. Okay. Yes.
0: And so, some good soul or a community of souls on Goodreads has put together. They like compiled the list of all 100 books on Goodreads that are mentioned in *Dear Fahrenheit 451*. So, I'm going to drop a link to not only the book and the Audible version of the book, but also a link to that Goodreads list, so you can kind of skim through it and get a sense for yourself if, like, would this be something I'd be interested in, or am I going to pass on this one? So,
1: and these are all books that she has loved, and therefore would maybe recommend.
0: Well, I don't know that I would say that she's loved them. Some of them, again, like Anna Karenina, she never has even read. It's more like okay. musings and reflections on her relationship with that book. Okay. So there are some that, you know, she doesn't like or that she, you know, whatever. It's more about her and that book as interpreted through these letters that she writes to the books themselves. So
1: First of all, I never would have thought to even write this kind of book, let alone read somebody else's yes. version of this book. Well, I think so intriguing.
0: Yeah, I think that's why I liked it so much, because it genuinely is a really original conceit, it feels like, a really original spin on especially writing a book about I really do love that genre. I've read lots of books about books because I just think they're just so fun. And they do make me want to read more. So but this one was just really fun the way she did it through letters. So again, the name of the book is Dear Fahrenheit 451, Love and Heartbreak in the Stacks. It's by Annie Spence, the audiobook version is read by stephanie spicer it's fantastic if you want a little oomph in your reading life i highly recommend it so those are our awesomes of the week don't forget that every single week over on facebook in our facebook hangout group that we open up the floor for you all to share your awesomes of the week if you have not already joined us over there you can find us anytime at facebook.com groups slash sort of awesome hangout You guys know that I am almost always listening to something, whether it's through my earbuds or in my car on the go. A lot of times it's podcasts or music, but often it is an audiobook, and the best place to find audiobooks is on Audible. Audible offers an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy and more from the leading audiobook publishers. One of my favorite audiobooks that I've listened to in the past year is Jen Hatmakers of Mess and Moxie. This came out last year and as a longtime reader of Jen Hatmakers and a longtime fan too, I absolutely loved hearing Jen narrate her most recent release. I've loved Jen's wit and humor and insightfulness and poignant writing for so long, but to be able to hear her, bring her words to life in the audio format was fantastic and i'm so excited to tell you that audible is offering you the awesomes a free audiobook so you could check out of mess and moxie or anything that you're interested in hearing on audio with a 30-day trial membership just go to audible.com slash awesome. You can download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash awesome or text awesome to 500 500 to get started today. Audible.com slash awesome or text awesome to 500 500 to get going. Thank you, Audible. Okay, Awesome's story time. So my sister Emily, the one who has appeared on Sort of Awesome a few times, was here last week visiting us for spring break when she left to go back to her home, I packed up with her a box of Omax 3 Ultra Pure Omega 3s. I sent them home with my sister because they have absolutely changed my life and I can't wait to see the difference they make in her life as well. You guys know I'm a long time fan of and supporter of adding more Omega 3s to our lives. I've tried lots of Omega 3 supplements. The ones from Omax 3 Ultra Pure are absolutely hands down the best ones I've ever used. They are the purest option on the market today. Omax 3 Ultra Pure Omega 3s are almost not 94% pure omega-3 fatty acids. Not only do omega-3s help alleviate memory problems, focus problems like they have for me, they also can help you with your joint pain, your muscle soreness after having a great workout. Something else that's awesome about Omax 3 Ultra Pure is that they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have plenty of time to try them for yourself and really feel the difference that Omax makes in their omega-3 supplements. They have a special offer just for the awesomes, Go to tryomax.com slash awesome today to get a box of OMAX 3 Ultra Pure for free. That's tryomax.com slash awesome to get your free box of OMAX 3. Tryomax.com slash awesome. Terms and conditions do apply. Thank you, OMAX 3. Well, all right, friends, before we tune in to hear some voices that you love from some women that we all admire so very much, I just want to take a quick minute to tell each and every one of you, thank you so much for your enthusiasm and excitement for the way we have started out this year of the awesome. With my dear friend, Laura Tremaine, taking a step back from Sorta Awesome in her co-hosting role at the end of 2017, and with our vision and focus for this new year taking on a new shape, it has brought some change to our weekly gatherings here, and change is hard. It's really tough sometimes. So I'm so thankful that even in the midst of all of this change, you are still showing up in so many ways to be the wonderful, supportive and helpful community, you've always been. We have lots of fun things planned for the months ahead to keep the awesome coming throughout 2018, our year of the awesome. So, I don't want to take any more time because I really want for you to get to hear what each of these awesome women has to share with you about how they are finding ways to be smarter, stronger, and more social these days. So, as you listen, I hope you'll be thinking about who and what is helping you to be smart and strong and social in everyday life. We would love to hear what all you have discovered. So let's get to the show. Okay, awesomes, most of you need no reintroduction to Jessica Turner. She's been on Sorta Awesome twice. Back in episode 20, she came on to talk about how to fit the fun into busy lives. And then she came back for episode 81, joined Laura and I for a book show, The Best in Books and Reading in 2016. So Jessica, welcome back to Sorta Awesome. It's so great to have you back. I'm so glad to be here. Y'all are my favorite. Well, thank you. And lots of you who are part of the awesome community know Jessica. She uh, hangs out with us often. So just as a reminder, Jessica is the creator and longtime blogger at TheMomCreative.com. She's also the author of the the fringe hours making time for you. Jessica, I thought you would be a perfect person to come this month and share with us what in your life is helping you to be smarter or stronger or maybe more social. I just want to talk about all the things. Can
2: I hit every one of those? Is that fine?
0: The floor is
2: yours, yes. Yes. I'm (laughs) gonna fit as much in as I can in these 10 minutes that you've allotted me. Okay, (laughs) so. Smarter. I wrote a post about two months ago called The Problem with My Kids' Bookshelves. And my husband is a children's book author, and he just had a book come out called When God Made Light. Last year he had When God Made You. I know you're familiar with it. Um, A lot of awesomes have supported us in it and talk about buying it for baby showers and that sort of thing. Well, it features a little girl of color on the cover, Mm -hmm. which we didn't ask the art director to do or anything, but we loved it um, and didn't really think anything of it until the book came out. And then we learned that somewhere between 80 and 90% of children's books Feature a white main character.
0: Really?
2: And, you know, I'm a mom of three. I've never walked into a bookstore and not seen my child represented on the books. Sure. And it has been really transformative to look at my kids' bookshelves and see the lack of diversity in them um it was not intentional um and the market doesn't make it easy but i feel like i have gotten smarter as a mother by being aware of this and by diversifying my kids bookshelves that they more accurately represent the world that we live in oh, so and good. so i'm constantly thinking when I go in a bookstore, what is a book that I can get that not only is meaningful, but that maybe doesn't look like every other vanilla book that we have on our shelves? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Matthew's books, obviously. Ada Twist Scientist, Beautiful, Grace for President, the She Persisted books, the new one by Chelsea Clinton just came out. Um, Little Leaders, like there's so many great, great books out there, and so I think that's a way that I'm being smarter um, by knowing that statistic and. Really embracing that and and recognizing that that was I feel like a
0: flaw um, in the way that I was parenting. I totally get that. You know I was not familiar with that statistic, but absolutely can see how that would be true. Many, many years ago, before I had children, I started my master's work to to do library media science. And so I got to take a lot of children's and young adult literature, graduate level classes. This was, of course, back in the 90s, and we weren't really aware of and sensitive to the lack of diversity. But now that I'm thinking back on it, yeah, a lot of the books that we covered and read and talked about did not have that such important element of diversity in them. So thank you for that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: you know, if people go on my Instagram, it's Jessica and Turner. A couple weeks ago, I was at the movie premiere for A Wrinkle in Time. Mm -hmm. Yes, you and Oprah. Miss Oprah. (laughs) Excuse me. There is a picture to prove it. Um, But it's so interesting with that cast um, is so diverse. And the main character, Meg, um, played by Storm Reid, she is a biracial little girl. And so many of the cast members talked about when they were kids not seeing themselves on the screen and the movies that they were watching. And I think about family movie night that we do every Friday and what are the movies that we're watching. And so this is extending into other media as well. And and why I think A Wrinkle in Time is just such a great film to see right now, because it's the same thing. You know, we need to, we need diversity on screen too.
0: We absolutely do. That is so good. Okay. What else do you have for us?
2: Okay. So strong, I have been really in a huge season of being underwater. I work full time outside the home and I've been on a big book deadline. um, And I've had a couple unexpected surgeries that have put me down. And so I have been strong by asking for help. And I think a lot of times women think that to demonstrate strength, they need to not ask for help. And I think the exact opposite is true. And so I flew my mom in when my husband was going to be out of town and said, mom, I've been behind on laundry for nine months. Like I need all empty baskets and I need my linen closet organized. And can you just be an extra set of hands for me? I've hired a housekeeper to come in four hours a week to kind of just help with maintenance. Um, because, it's been really, really hard for me with being out of the house that much. And so I've been strong by asking for help. So don't think of strength as I can do it all myself, but think of strength as recognizing when there are other people who can come alongside you and help and do the things that other people can do. Do the things that only you can do. Great. Do those things, but anyone can do your laundry or whatever that thing is.
0: That is so great and so powerful because I think you are so right. We think that, that strong women should be able to just power through and get it all done. And there is so much truth in the, in the idea that it actually takes a lot of strength and courage to reach out and ask for help or, you know, make arrangements for help to come in. I love that
2: yeah, oh, thanks. Okay, so social. I'm going to squeeze all three of these in, Megan. Let's do it. So I am being social in two ways right now. So with being busy, full-time job, all the things, I think a lot of women feel like I do, that it's really hard to prioritize friendship and community and figuring out how that works. And so you've got to look at where you can find that community, right? For me, work is a big one. I I thankfully really like the people that I work with. And so I've extended that out by two years ago, starting a work book club. And so every other month, we get together at someone else's house, which is fun to see, you know, where someone else lives, and it's fun for them to host and they provide dinner. So it's just six times a year. And we read a different book. It's more heavily fiction than nonfiction, but we do do some nonfiction. Our next book is Ready Player One, which the Steven Spielberg movie version is coming out. So for that book club, we have all read the book and we're going to go out to dinner and then go to the movie, which is kind of fun and different. But that community that I've extended beyond the workplace has been so so valuable. So I'm being social in that way and then it is soccer season for us and so being social on the field it's been a great community builder for our family to love the families that we are playing soccer with and so getting to know the parents on the sideline having them over for cookouts afterward hanging out you know after practice a little longer and fostering real friendship so that not only our kids can get along, but that we as parents can get along. And these have ended up being some of our closest friends in Nashville are the people that we have met on the soccer field.
0: That is so great. I think as grownups that we have to be open to friendship wherever it happens. So I think, you know, looking around the workplace and like you said, Meeting parents with your kids' activities, that's a huge source of friendships if we can be, you know, just open-minded and open-hearted. You never know who's going to come into your life. You never know. Yeah. And
2: some of these soccer friends, because it's in, you know, our little area that we live in, you know, we've gotten to know them then at school functions and we've done sleepovers and all of those other things that we never would have had a part of our life had we not invested on the sidelines.
0: That is so great. So you mentioned that you are working on a book project. Is that anything you can talk about yet? Or is it under wraps? You know,
2: it's we're really close for it not being under wraps. Okay. I mean, there's certain pockets that know but I will say that it is a book for working moms. Awesome. So it is very specific to the working mother experience. And that is any mom who considers herself a working mom. Whether that's a nine-to-five job, that's a side hustle, that's something out of her house. If you are making money and contributing to your family in some way, and you have that additional responsibility, then this is a book for you. So I'm really excited about
0: it. It comes out in September, and I'll
2: be sharing more probably in the next month or so.
0: Okay, well, definitely then, since you can't quite reveal all yet, remind us where we can find you on social media so we can follow along. I mean, I already do. And I loved the pictures from the Reclintine premiere. So amazing. But remind us where we can find you so we can keep track and get be the first to know about this new book announcement.
2: Yeah, so Instagram is the place I'm most active, and I am Jessica N, for Nicole, Jessica N Turner on there. And I also have a dedicated reading account called book snobbery so you can follow me at both of those places and then on facebook you can
0: find me at facebook.com slash the mom creative awesome jessica thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to come and share with us how you are being so smart and so strong and so social in your life these days thanks for having me Okay, awesomes. Well, you all remember Dr. Kara Pence. She has been on the show a couple of times way back in episode 24 in August of 2015. She came on the show and we talked about how to ask those hard questions about your life and how to know you're really answering your calling. Then she came back to the show in May of 2016 to join Laura and I for episode 61, the best books to read right now. Kara is a longtime friend of mine and our former co-host, Laura Tremaine. She always has an awesome word to share with us. And so, Kara, first of all, thank you for popping back in to say hello. It's so good to talk to you again.
3: Hi, Meg. I'm so happy to be back on the show. Hello, all the awesomes.
0: Kara is a very active member of our awesome community. Lots of you all have gotten to know her through that. But Kara, what we are talking about this week on the show is all of the things in our lives that are helping us to be smarter, stronger, and more social in this, the year of the awesome. So I can't wait to hear what in your life right now is helping you be smarter, stronger, more social.
3: Well, of course, I would like to start with the more social.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Classic ESFJ right there. Yes.
3: Yes. (laughs) So one thing that I have found that has really helped me maintain my friendships, because I know that you've talked about it a lot on the show. We talk about it a lot on the Facebook group. Um, It is really, really hard to maintain good adult relationships. And so one thing that I found that works for me and may work for a lot of people, so I'll throw the idea out there, I love to meet with my friends for coffee after my kids have gone to bed. We go in our pajamas. There's a cute little coffee store right down the street from where I live, and I'll call one or two of my best girlfriends, and we'll go and meet for coffee, and it may be a short coffee night, and it may be one that like carries out to the car after the coffee shop has closed, And we just talk all our problems away and have coffee. Um, You can modify this to, you know, meet your needs. So if you want to meet a friend for lunch more often when your kids are in school or if you're in a different stage in your life, I this just works for me right now. My kids still go to bed really early. I still have pretty young children. And so they go to bed between, you know, 730 and 830. And so typically... I'm rushing home from work. I want to soak up every minute that I can with them. And so if other friends are going to lunch, I can't do that because I'm working. Or if they're having dinner plans, I don't feel like I can do that because I've been working all day and I want to spend time with my kids. And so this has been a good balance for me personally. And that has helped keep me engaged in my friendships. And it usually works pretty well with everyone. And I, I go to bed early, as you know, I get up really, really early. And so I love to go to bed between, if I'm honest, eight o'clock and nine o'clock. But if I can stay up to 9.30 or 10 and have some good friendship time after my kids have gone gone to bed, it really, really has gone a long way to helping me be more social and maintain my friendship. So that's an idea for the awesomes out there and I hope yes as that someone good.
0: Yeah, I forgot to remind everyone before we started talking that you're a wife. You're you're married. You guys have three kids, like you said, younger children. You're a surgeon with a. Very busy work schedule. You're very active in your church community, so I love this solution for helping uh, the social element in your life. Because you know, like Laura said on one of our friendship episodes way back, when you're a grown-up, you have to make friendship happen. Unlike when you're younger and you're in school, um, and it just kind of happens naturally because you spend a lot of time together. As a grown-up, you do have to just like really push forward to make these friendships and these connections happen, not only to to start a friendship, but to maintain them to keep the connection going. So I love that idea of, you know, it doesn't have to be every single week, maybe it's once a month, you and your girlfriend's plan, a post bedtime get together for a book club or for wine or coffee or whatever. I love making it work that way.
3: A lot of people, you know, I, as an extrovert, I get lots of energy from these kind of things. So this isn't going to be for everybody. But one thing that really is great is you don't even have to plan it. Sometimes mm. I'm like, my kids fell asleep at eight. I'm going to call, you know, whoever and see if they want to go meet real quick and it doesn't always work out, but then sometimes it does. And it's just this wonderful serendipitous time together that, you know, so if you're one of those people that just maybe needs some more alone time or, Maybe the energy hits you at the last minute that, oh, my kids are in bed and maybe this is a good time. Don't hesitate to pick up the phone and call somebody and make that time to be together when your, you know, energy level is at that point.
0: Now, Kara, I know you told me to, um off mic that you've got a couple of other just awesome things that have been brewing and helping, you know, sort of support your daily systems and and add some awesome to your life in some other areas too. So I, I really would love to hear what else you've got going on.
3: Yeah. So you know, working through the Enneagram stuff with you guys. Um, I had listened to several podcasts talking about, I'm a type one, Laura, Tremaine and I are both type ones. And so we've talked a lot on the side about, um, different resources to help us overcome the more negative sides of being a type one, which I just, I, I love being a type one. it, it I think there's a lot of good to that, but
0: I think also as a surgeon, we want all of our surgeons (laughs) to be type one perfectionists. That's fine with me. (laughs)
3: God made me that way for a reason.
0: He knew I needed to be that
3: way, but there were some books that were given to me as a resource. And one of the statements that was made in one of the books was the desire for a more positive experience is itself a negative experience. The acceptance of a negative experience is itself a positive experience.
0: Wow. Mind blown. I do. I'm definitely having one of those mind exploding moments. I'm going to have to think about that. I know
3: I've really been, so it's a simple thing, but this is helping me be stronger, mentally stronger that I don't always have to be seeking this black and white perfectionism in everyone and everything, because I am creating a negative experience for myself. And so by living in the negative and being okay with the negative experience, I have created a positive experience, which is in and of itself perfection. Right? Gosh, I know it's changed my life. So that's a quick thing that I wanted to tell you guys. I'm still bullet journaling. Um, I was telling you earlier that I feel like the bullet journal train has gone down the track, but I'm still there. I'm loving it. And I wrote that sentence in my bullet journal and I look at it every day and I meditate on it. And just real, I mean, I think that is such a, it, it has changed my life. It's, it's helping me change my life. This is a constant effort of work, you know, to be less of a perfectionist, but um, the other thing that I recently had come into my life, which has made my life a lot easier on a day-to-day basis, and it it has helped me with efficiency, uh-huh. which helps me be stronger, smarter, and more social. Yes. Um, it's a application called Dragon. Okay. Like like the animal like like, a, like the mythical creature, or, right? <laughs> like fire breathing. So it is an application. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it. We use it at work. And it is an application where you speak into a microphone. It can either be on your phone or like a literal microphone you hold Uh and you plug into your device. And you speak whatever you need. So if you needed to like dictate an operative report, for instance, I can do that in my phone while I'm walking around doing other things. And then I come back to my computer and there it is on my computer sitting there. And so if you can use it in all walks of life. So other people may use it for their email. I use it for my email. You may use it for making task lists or whatever. And you just pull up the app on your phone. The place I got that we got ours at work through was called nuance, N-U-A-N-C-E.com. And there are things for your personal computer and your personal life. You don't have to have the business application, Um, but it's very affordable and it can be a game changer in an efficiency standpoint. There's it's amazing. So I'll just briefly mention that for people out there that feel like if you're just tied to your computer a lot and maybe you need to go to the bathroom, (laughs) run and get one, run and get a drink or whatever. I just pull up the microphone on my phone and it automatically connects to whatever device I have the drag an application loaded onto. So for instance, at my hospital, they have it all over. So I just have to log into that computer. So there's one in the operating room, I can log into that computer, I can walk down the hall and go sign prescriptions, go talk to family and have that my phone going. And so whenever I'm between locations, and I'm walking from one place to another, I'm dictating into my phone, and it's automatically showing up on the computer wherever I'm logged in at. So That may be an amazing thing that people can use to help them be smarter, stronger, and more social.
0: How lucky we are to be alive right now that we have these things amazing at our fingertips.
3: Something else I wanted to share is I think we underutilize mental health days, whether you're working or you're not working or working in the home or working out of the home or whatever your situation is. I took a mental health day today. I needed some time. I need some time to catch up. I was on call all last week, worked a bunch, had a bunch of family and car issues, and I just needed a hot minute to <laughs> yes. get my together. And I will tell you, at my current job, I've been there eight years, and I've never taken a mental health day. That is ridiculous. Oh my gosh, Kara, yes. We need to take mental health days, awesomes. Yes, definitely. Please, if it's if it's at all possible, take the mental health day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you're at home with little ones under your feet and you're like, I never could take time off. Maybe even if you can find a babysitter for a morning or an afternoon, just some pocket of time, like you said, to just catch your breath. I relate to that so much. So, so great. Well, Kara, thank you so much for taking the time to pop back in. Just sort of awesome. You all know Kara's almost always around the community if you wanted to reach out and give her maybe a a type one fist bump. (laughs) Maybe that is changing your life or just, you know, to say hi and and thank you for bringing in these things that are helping her to be smarter and stronger and more social. So thank you again, Kara. Thanks, Meg. Awesome's spring is in the air, and that means that your schedule and home life is probably getting a little bit busier as you begin to do spring activities with your family. Maybe you're doing spring cleaning around the house. At the end of a long day, there is nothing better than turning on your favorite show to binge and just lose yourself in a great story. If you haven't already, you need to catch the second season of The Good Fight, which is exclusively available on CBS All Access. They are bringing more drama, more scandal more strong Female characters taking on real-world problems in this new season of The Good Fight. If you missed the March 4th premiere of season two, or if you're still trying to catch up on season one, you need to get CBS All Access and tune in to The Good Fight. That's where you're going to find the drama and the excitement, and get to really experience the show that everyone's talking about. The Good Fight is available only on CBS All Access. Hurry over to CBS.com/awesome for your free trial of CBS All Access and tune into season two of the critically acclaimed show, The Good Fight, cbs.com slash awesome for your free trial of CBS All Access. Austins, I think it's the perfect time of year to try new things, to really get out of your comfort zone and try something you've never done before. Now, not all of us can do something like skydiving or bungee jumping right now, but you can try switching up your breakfast game with Daily Harvest. They will send you creative recipes with incredible superfoods straight to your door, like cacao and avocado smoothies or mulberry and dragon fruit oats. Daily Harvest makes it impossibly easy to try something new with your breakfast every day daily harvest delivers perfectly portioned frozen superfood eats and treats straight to your door with your choice of smoothies soups breakfast bowls, or plant-based sundays. You can store your Daily Harvest cups in the freezer until you're ready to make one, and then preparing each cup is so easy. You just add water or coconut milk or almond milk, whatever you want, and that smoothie is ready in 30 seconds. Their soups can be ready in five minutes, and things like their overnight oats and chia parfaits can literally be made while you sleep. I love that Daily Harvest produce is organic and unrefined. It is so much better than anything you're going to find at your local grocery store, and of course, have a special offer just for you awesomes. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code awesome to get three items free in your first box. That's promo code awesome for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com. Thank you, Daily Harvest. Okay Awesomes, you all remember Meredith Schwartz from Episode 85, awesomely and unapologetically organized with Meredith Schwartz of Penelope Loves Lists. Meredith is a wife and mom of four kids. During the day, she's the CEO of a large wedding website, but her real passion is her website, Penelope Loves List. So many of you all loved the episode with Meredith talking about being a Penelope and embracing your Penelope side. If you have not listened to episode 85, it is definitely worth going back and finding to give that a listen. So hello, Meredith. It's so good to talk to you again. Hi, Meg. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I cannot wait. Let's just dig right in. And I just cannot wait to hear what you have going on in your life that is helping you to be smarter or stronger or even more social. Absolutely.
4: Okay. Couple of things. So, one of the things that I immediately thought of when I thought of this question was, you know, and I really do mean it very sincerely, the sort of awesome podcast is just at a new level right now and is really helping me feel smarter than ever. I love the fact that what we're doing right now with the podcast, what you're doing right now, what we're doing listening is marrying the concept of how can I be awesome? How can I have awesome things with the intention of action? And I love that. And that kind of segues into what is the the thing I wanted to talk about today, which is a book, mm-hmm. which is not going to surprise anyone who knows me. I'm a huge <laughs> reader. Yes, you are. And I'm a huge reader of especially, I mean, lots of things, but especially Self improvement, productivity hack kind of books. I love those kinds of books, and I bring that up because one of those books is called "You Are a Badass," and it's by Jen Sincero. Yeah, I bring I bring up the fact that I read a lot of these books because when this particular book first came out, I honestly felt like I probably didn't need to read it because it seemed a little. Maybe for people who needed an introduction to this genre of book. Gotcha. All right, let's let's put it that way. But I kept hearing people rave about it and seeing people rave about it and seeing the book everywhere. And in one three-day period of time, this book came across my consciousness literally 10 times. And finally, I was like, okay, I think the universe is trying to tell me something. I need to read this book. Yes. So I did. I ordered it and got into it. And I absolutely love it. I highly recommend it. Even if you read lots of this kind of book, Jensen Sincero is coming at this from a really specific point of view. And she's got a very specific tone, which appeals to me. She's super authentic, very vulnerable, very kind of cut the garbage kind of thing, um, but really comes out from a place of love and like, Hey, I've been here too. This is how I worked through it. And the two take homes for me from, from the book, they're all, the whole book is basically about raise your frequency and good things will come to you. Yes. And what I love about it is speaking of sort of awesome, it's about marrying the intention, like really being intentional in specific ways and that that will help you do it. It's basically like, instead of saying, raise your frequency, it's like, do this, this, and this. Absolutely. Yes. To raise your frequency. So that's why I think this book spoke to me so much. So One of her chapters is about the concept of giving. And again, it seems really cliched and sort of big and amorphous. But what she talks about is what I actually put into practice was every single day, look for an opportunity to give in some way two or three times a day. And so I literally on my to-do list, I put a checkbox so that, you know, did I give air quotes two or three times a day. That's giving of your time, even if it's a five-minute phone call. You know, oftentimes I'm super busy, you're super busy. Being intentional about taking that time, giving your talents, giving compliments when something crosses your mind. Be intentional about telling people, like, Meg, your hair looks great. Like, you're (laughs) absolutely rocking your curls. So that kind of intention of and attention to giving yes. has been all the things that jensen and Sarah talks about happened where all of a sudden I was operating at a higher frequency and able to see positives even more than I normally do. So that was great. Then the other thing, the whole book is useful, but there's a chapter, and all you Penelopes will understand this, there's a chapter called Loosen Your Bone, Wilma. And I just, that spoke to me, my Penelope heart so completely, because I tend to hold really tight to certain outcomes. I want things to happen in a certain way and a certain timeline. I want people to fall in line based on my program and plan. And this chapter basically talks about some really intentional ways that you can just loosen your bone well. And most importantly, that phrase keeps playing in my mind over and over again, (laughs) So yeah, so those those two things are just a couple of little tidbits from this book. And I'm sure all of your listeners have seen this book everywhere. It's really, really become a a super successful book. But I have to say this, you know, there have been multiple takeaways from it that have made me feel smarter and stronger and in some ways more social, too.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Um, My dear friend and former Sort of Awesome co-host Laura Tremaine sent that book to me and to a group of our friends last fall. And I read it, most of it like on the plane back home from a retreat. It is so well written. And I think you're right, Meredith, that whether you're a total newbie, and even if you like never pick up self-help type books... Right. This is so approachable. Or if you're on the other end, like you said, you like you like this, John. You reread a lot of these books. You're going to discover new concepts in that book, new approaches to things that you've heard for years. But she makes it so relatable to real life, and I think that what is why that book has just exploded because it's so approachable, and you really feel like I, I can do this, I can grasp this, and then you begin to see real change happening in your life when you start to apply some of these concepts. It's fantastic.
4: Yeah, no, I love it. I absolutely love it. And then she has another one that I'm getting ready to jump into, which is I think you're a badass about money.
0: Yes, I've heard that's excellent.
4: Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, so that's that's my well, sort of awesome. And this book are, are two of my main things that are making me feel smarter.
0: Well, thank you so much. That's that's so kind of you to say. I did not know you were going to say that. So <laughs> you didn't.
4: You did not know I was going to
0: say that. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. And again, Awesomes, if you have not listened to Meredith's episode, it is so fantastic because it really gives so much freedom to people to just embrace whatever their predilection is when it comes to um, living an organized life, especially those of us who, you know, maybe are like, am I a Penelope? You know what is so interesting? I never have told you this about that episode, but a dear friend of mine, after she listened to that episode, we had like days long back and forth kind of conversations about where we were on the scale of Penelope. And to this day, we use that Penelope verbiage when uh-huh. we're really rocking the Penelope thing. So yes,
4: been yes, absolutely. I love it when I hear someone that doesn't know me at all use that, that verbiage. It's, yes. it's, you know, it is Penelope is the type of person. And I absolutely love that.
0: Well, thank you again, Meredith, so much for taking your time to come and share with us this inspiration. All right. Thanks for having me. Okay, awesomes. Well, you all remember Crystal Payne. She was on episode 57 of Sorta Awesome. That episode was called Pursuing Passion and Getting Real with Crystal Payne. Crystal is the best-selling author of books, including 21 Days to a More Disciplined Life, Say Goodbye to Survival Mode, and more recently than that, Money Making Mom, How Every Woman Can Earn More and Make a Difference. And since 2006, Crystal has been sharing her advice and insights on living frugally and with intention on the web. And to this day, hundreds of thousands of women turn to Crystal for inspiring and faith based encouragement. Crystal, it's so good to see you again and to catch up. Uh, Thank you. And welcome back to sort of awesome.
3: I am so
5: thrilled to be here, Meg. Thank you for asking me to come back.
0: Well, you know, this whole entire episode, we are checking in with some of our sort of awesome favorites to see how the idea of being smarter, stronger and more social is showing up in your life these days. So I cannot wait to hear what you have had going on.
5: So as I was thinking about that question, what's making me smarter, stronger, and more social? And you were talking about how it could be relationships. And I just thought, you know what? I'm just gonna go there. All I'm right. just vulnerable and, and share some things that have been happening in my life that are really making me those three things. And so some of this I actually haven't shared online on the oh, internet.
0: Wow. <laughs> Whoa, thank you for this. Thank you for trusting this to us for sure.
5: Well, I'm excited to share this. So Last year, I signed up for this women's group through our church, and um, it's this really intensive nine month sort of thing. You have to apply for it and then meet with someone, and you have to really commit that you're going to be honest and authentic. And it's all about going deep in relationships and having the small group and really uncovering a lot of those things that limit us and hold us back and helping us to live into our true self instead of our false self because I think it's so easy to do that, especially. With social media.
0: Oh, (laughs) yes.
5: internet. And so as someone who's been blogging for a long time, I think that that's something that I really struggle with. You know, how do you be very authentic, not only in your um, real life, but also in your online life and how do you mirror the two? Um, And so... This program really goes into core lies and family of origin and um like I said false self true self identity and it kind of felt like 9 months of intensive counseling. Oh wow. What <laughs> done with the uh, to the end of it my life had really been changed but I was sort of like Whew, okay. That was a good nine months. I, I'm, I'm ready for just a breather. And the the way, the lady who's the head of it, she contacted me and she wanted to go out to lunch. And we went out to lunch and she said, you know, what are your plans for next year? And um, I said, I, I'm good. I'm going to take a breather. I'm not going to be involved in this again because I just need some space because there was so much that it changed in my heart. Well, she said, you know what? I would really like to have you consider helping to co-lead one of the small groups. <sighs> And I was like, "Whoa, hold up! No, no, no! I'm not (laughs) do that." But the more that I thought about it, the more I realized, okay, I just need to step out and I need to do this thing, even though it really scares me. Because sometimes that's where the most growth is. And Meg, oh my goodness, this has just changed my life to get to walk with these women and to get to share what happened in my life, and then to see that transformation in these women's lives. But as I was thinking about, you know, what is what has impacted my life and changed and been so instrumental recently in helping me be smart, social. And, and I was thinking about that and I realized how all of these things in my life have kind of come together. So there was that group that I was a part of and then co-leading that. And then at the beginning of this year, I always like to choose a word for the year and I had chosen the word slow. And I was thinking it was going to be this like slow down and have breathing room. And really what it's been for me is it's been slowing my calendar so that I have space
0: for relationships. Oh, wow. That just gave me chills. That is so huge.
5: Especially for someone who is an Enneagram 8 INTJ, you know?
0: Like yes.
5: A big, a big deal. And that was not what I envisioned at all. But I read this book called um, Just Open the Door by Jen Schmidt. Um, she had sent me a pre-release copy and it was the end of um, 2017 and I read it and it was all about hospitality and just opening up ourselves and just opening our door and welcoming people into our lives as we are. And I was really challenged by it because I realized that, um, I don't open up my door very much Mm. as one of my goals for 2018. I set the goal of that. I was going to open up my door and exercise hospitality every single week in the year 2018, which was a deal for me. Um, and so i set in on this journey and it really scared me and um but it's it's all come together in this beautiful thing and um i realized that as we were going through in this group at church the whole lies and the lies that we live under i realized that i would lived under this lie of i'm not an initiator i'm not hospitable i don't plan the parties and throw the parties and invite people i wait to be invited But then that meant that for so long, I've been sitting on the sidelines of community and waiting for somebody else to initiate and then feeling lonely so much of the time. So as I just started saying, you know what, I'm just going to show up and be that community to other people that I really want for myself. I am loving exercising hospitality. And it has been so amazing for me because I thought that this was something that I wasn't good at and I couldn't do. And I'm realizing this is a gift that I actually had. Now, I should be real clear that it's not the gift that I have of like putting this amazing spread out for people, making food for people. But I realized I have the gift of making people feel welcome. Mm
0: -hmm.
5: And in fact, I'm just so plain Jane, paper plates, crock pot meals, that sort of thing. And not even always let's have dinner, but maybe come over and let's have dessert or just come over for coffee or something like that. Maybe it's just inviting someone out for tea. You know, it's not necessarily open the door of my home, but opening the door of my heart. But as I've done this more and loved and welcomed people, something's changing inside of me. And it's helping me to realize how much I've lived under, not just the lies of that I'm not an initiator and that I'm not hospitable, but so many other lies. And it was a deeper lie for me that I realized. And it was the lie of, I don't know how to be a good friend. Oh, wow. And when that hit me, it was, we were in group of, um, just those last month and I was sitting there going, I cannot believe that this is what has really held me back. It's Mm. not necessarily that I'm not an initiator, that I'm not hospitable. That is, that's kind of the that's not the root lie though. The root lie was really, I don't know how to be a good friend and I'm a disappointment to people. And so, um, we actually went on a retreat with our group a few weeks ago and we had to write out our lies on a label and put them on us mm. and then to rip them up. And we had to choose another label to put on us. And so I chose the label of beloved mm. and just to realize that I am loved and And this has really changed my life to recognize that I can be loved and that not just that I can be loved, but that I am loved. And I was just listening to a podcast, the Trim Healthy Mama podcast earlier this week, and they had this woman on there. She was talking about her food freedom journey. But one of the things she said was it had to start with learning how to love herself and believe that she could be loved. And she asked these questions that I thought were so good. She said, what would loved me do. How loved me act. How would loved me respond? And that was so powerful. And I feel like that's the journey that I've been on of when I actually believe that I am loved, that I can be a good friend, that I can be an initiator. Then I live out of that. And I'm so much more confident. I'm so much more social. I'm so much more strong. I feel like as a person, I can just show up fully because I'm not worrying about what do those people think? You know, how are they going to respond? Are they going to reject me? I can just be like, I'm loved and this is who I am and I'm not for everyone, but I am gonna be for some people. And so ripping up those lies and those labels for me and breaking free of that, it's it's gonna be a lifelong journey, I'm sure, but I'm just excited, the awareness of that has really changed my relationships and then saying I'm gonna open up my door. And the cool thing is, is I have been opening up my home multiple times every week, not just once a week, but now that I've started and fallen so much in love with it. I keep, I'm like, let me host that. I'll Ugh. host, let's do this. Hey, you guys want to come over in spontaneous hospitality? And it's just been so much fun. But I'm realizing that I actually have developed a few new and then rekindled a few old relationships at a much deeper level this year, just since the beginning of this year. I have, I feel like I now have this core group of people around me, whereas before I only had a few. Now I feel like I have this circle of people around me, this community around me who loves me for me because I said, I'm going to show up as loved me and I'm going to show up fully as myself in confidence and not hold back and not live under that lie that I'm not a good friend.
0: Crystal, that is amazing. I'm going to come away from myself from this conversation thinking on and really pondering how this applies in my life. I know the awesomes who are listening are just going to love hearing this inspiration. I mean, you brought the powerhouse to this episode for sure. Thank you so much for taking the time to come in and, and share this inspiration with us. I know there are plenty of us who are a little nervous, myself at the top of the list, to just open the door. So thank you for this little boost of encouragement. It may just be what a lot of us need to hear. Thank
5: you so much. for letting not come on to share with the internet something new, you know? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: Exactly. Well, it was always great to talk to you. Thank you again so much. I want to say thank you again to Jessica and Kara and Meredith and Crystal for taking time to share all of these awesome ways to be smarter and stronger and more social this week. I so appreciate the time, ladies. And I know, Awesomes, as you are listening, I'm sure that you are taking notes. But don't forget, of course, you can find links to everything that they've mentioned in our show notes for this episode. And if you're going to click over to our website anyway, don't forget that anytime you want to, you can click on show.com and there you will find a link to our awesome manifesto. It's done up in a lovely graphic form that you can download and especially you could use it as um, wallpaper on your phone or just Put it somewhere where you'll see it often, even though we are not going to be uh, focusing on the manifesto itself going forward, because we've already broken it down pretty well. It's something that I hope that you will keep in front of you so you can remember as in the days ahead what it means to be an awesome to this world around us. So if you would like to share what is bringing the awesome to your life these days, don't forget you can find me on social media at Sorta Awesome Meg, Twitter, Instagram, all the places. And the show is also over on Twitter at Sorta Awesome Pod. And we are on Facebook anytime at facebook.com slash Sorta Awesome. You guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Sorta of Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at progermusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome, and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to SortaAwesomeShow.com.
4: Seeking the truth never gets old.